Fast Forward Productions. The women are speaking. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the One Broke Actress Podcast, an honest account of actor life, plus a few lessons I learned in the process. I am your very allergy-ridden host, Sam Valentine, and I am like dripping from the eyes right now. I don't know what's going on with allergies in LA. I've never really had them before, but I'm getting hit so hard. To my right here is my gorgeous Atlanta co-host who looks so put together in comparison to me today, Gabrielle Binloss. Hi. What's also funny is that on the recording, not only is she pixelated, but it was behind. So it was completely frozen with her putting a tissue on her nose and me just laughing at her. And I think people would take that screenshot and think that I was not supportive of you not feeling well right now and still pushing through. (laughs) I mean, that's the annoying part about allergies is that I actually feel fine-ish. It's just everything inside of my head is just full and I can't... Oh my God. I, I just, it's just annoying. It's just from someone who's, especially for our listeners who live in any body who is not a hundred percent abled. Like I send so much love and care because like just one little ailment and I'm not ideal. Down for the count. I mean, she's not telling guys the truth. She's been working with me for the past five hours. So she could have easily been like, I've got allergies. I'm going to bail. But instead we've just been doing all the stuff we need to do with tears running down Sam's face the entire time. It's no big deal. This is one of the things that makes working from home not great. You can always work. Instead of my desk being in a standing position, instead of being very active, I'm sit, I'm cozy. I have a cup of tea. I have my toilet paper as my Kleenex. (laughs) And I'm not like going to get anyone sick. One, because I took a COVID test, just so you guys know. I hear you haters. It's not COVID. It's just allergies. But there's nothing stopping me from doing my day. And that's, I think, kind of interesting in one of the things, because today we wanted to talk a little bit about like side jobs and making money in side businesses. And although it always sounds very redeeming and lovely, it's not always what it seems. Yeah. We were trying to figure out what we were going to talk about today. And people often ask us, when you're thinking about a side hustle, how do you pick? And I think before you even think about the side hustle of what you want to pick, I want you to make sure you're okay with a couple of things. One, hours don't exist. And I say that to be truthful with you, that even if you aren't working, your brain is not going to stop. So it still might be working and you will have to take steps to turn it off as much as you can. So hours don't exist. Are you okay with that? Money is always fluctuating. There's going to be highs and lows and moments when you're freaking out about, am I going to be able to afford this versus, oh my God, I can afford everything I want. And how do I budget here? And then the last thing I want to add is whatever you choose to do as your side hustle is always going to be glamorized by everybody else. People that are working typical nine to five are always going to feel like you have it better. And that's a hard struggle because you can't really relate with them on why it's hard to have your own side hustle. It just looks like it's a sexy thing that like you can work from home. And as you see right now, the reality is it's a trip, dude. (laughs) It's a trip that we choose to go on every day because it benefits us more ways than it causes us strife. But there's definitely grass is greener on the other side when you have a nine to five. So before you even look into, do I want to get a side hustle? I'm going to need you to go through that checklist and see if it makes sense for you. (laughs) 
Yeah. And you think, you know, I kept telling myself the same shit we tell ourselves as actors, like, well, once I get to this point, I won't worry anymore. Or once I hire someone to do this job, I won't spend all my free time thinking about it. And things shift and your brain changes, but you're going to think about other things. Like I used to go to bed circa 2021, really thinking about like Reels covers. And I was like, do I need to solidify all my Reels covers and make them look the same? It was so stupid, but it took up so much space in my brain. It was fucking crazy. And now I don't really care about that stuff as much, but now I'm like, man, if I hire one extra person, do I have the bandwidth to also give them directive and also give them feedback and also like take care of their needs? But also I could use someone for the output, but would it benefit the cost of the person? Like, it's just all this stuff that you don't even think about. Like it adds up so fast. And I think it's interesting because we're standing at a point where we both pay distinctly a good deal of our bills from our home jobs. And I think people have heard my story quite a bit, but I would love to hear how you started Yo Gabrielle and how Gabrielle Binloss as a brand has become a thing that you do as someone who works from home. Okay. One thing I want to just note before we even get into this is like, I think it's a really beautiful thing that you have tears streaming down your face from allergies and you are still recording. And it's like, the juxtaposition between the two of us. So Sam is, and she said it before, concerned about making sure people like her. So she will ensure that her words and stuff hit the people the way she wants it to hit. And we know that I don't give a fuck. So I'm just going to say whatever I want to say and probably go to Sam later and be like, why did they misunderstand me? And she's going to be like, because you didn't really take into consideration anybody else's feelings. You just said how you felt. But on the flip side of showing up on video camera, I've got like a full face of makeup. I made my hair look good. I got an you outfit You look so on. cute. You look so Thank cute. You. I agree. I agree. Book me on the next commercial. I think to myself, how can I put everything together so it's appeasable for wherever this video ends up? But Sam, on the other hand, is wiping tears from her face as she lifts her glasses and says something profound. And it's like so funny. <laughs> if we could just meet in the middle of it. Like, did you have to put a whole full face of makeup on Gabrielle? No, I don't think so. And like, Sam, does everybody need to like you? I don't feel like they do. Like, we just have to meet in the middle <laughs> I'm literally like, how do we cut this video so not everyone has to see me blow my nose the whole time? <laughs> Keep it. But, you know, Don't cut it. <laughs> no, you guys are getting the full. Honestly, if you're listening to this video podcast, this sounds like one you should absolutely YouTube because it's really funny. Like, look at this. I don't know if you guys can see this. There's a single tear that's about to fall from my eye because it's so watery. But if you're not a good actor, you've learned you don't wipe the tears. You just let them fall. Close in on Sam Valentine right now, please. Close in. <laughs> Say something drop, sad. I just wish you'd come home. <laughs> Booked. Cut. Print. We're done. <laughs> you can't. You cannot wipe it. You just have to let it roll. It's like you're going to eat it. It's going to fall on your chin. It's going to fall down your neck. Like you just have to let the tears roll. And hopefully, when I'm on set, I won't feel like this next time. But if I do, put me in, coach. I'm ready. Anyway. Yeah. We're still working in our different capacities. You looking absolutely gorgeous and me like crawling into this desk chair, but we're still working. I think the thing is that like it looks different than what people think it would. Like when I picture someone working from home, I picture someone who's like, I've got a to-do list and I am going to work at my desk from nine to noon and then from two to five. And then I take my dogs for a walk and I cook a nice dinner and I started it. And it like, it sounds so nice. And listen, I've tried to make that schedule 10,000 times, but 
it's so different from that, especially in terms of like an artist. Take me on your journey of like, I'm going to do this and make money from it. You know, I fell into my journey of making money from side hustles. I got my yoga certification to literally save my life, not expecting to teach it anywhere, which then gave me a bridge to be able to quit the corporate job, to teach yoga and still pursue acting. So that was like my first testament of side hustles because it was like a good in-between of like, I'm essentially making my own schedule of saying yes to which classes I want to pick up, but it's on somebody else's dime. So I'm not covering the rent or any of the utilities and things like that. And then in 2020, that studio closed down immediately. Like we didn't even get a heads up. I taught a class at 9 a.m. And by 12, I got a message from the studio owner saying that was your last class. I'm closing the studio. So I was like, okay, the income that I was making in 2020 from this studio is now completely obsolete, but there's still a group of people that are looking to practice. So that was helpful because I already had a market of people that were looking to work with me. And so from there, I was like, well, how can I figure out how to monetize off of this? I'm like, I already have all the equipment to set it up and to create a whole business from it by just recording my videos at home. And so that's where I started was super low budget. I recorded the videos from home and I put them on and I charged people per video. And I found that there was a want from it. So then I dumped in my savings to cultivate a whole brand for yoga not knowing what it would turn into, but I was like, if I'm going to do this, I want to do it the right way. And I had this future thought of partnerships with like Nike and other brands. And so I wanted it to be a certain caliber. And that floated me for a little bit of time while people were doing everything online. And then as people started to go from online, those numbers dropped, which meant that again, I was in a place of needing money and I needed to figure out how to make it. But I now knew that I didn't want to be on anybody else's schedule or on anybody else's like ability to do exactly what happened. Hey, we can't work with you anymore. You're out of a job. I wanted to, I was going to be out of a job to be on me. And so I went back to that same thing of like, okay, where is the want? Where is the desire? That also aligns with where my passions are and where I want to invest my time into. Because I knew that this wasn't going to be just a clock in and clock out thing. And I was going to be doing it for a long time. And so I'd already been showing up on social media and I had seen people asking me questions and I was like enjoying that part of it. And so I already had the LLC of Yo Gabrielle and I have been always putting this holistic lifestyle into my acting career. I was like, well, let's just see. And I did the same thing of like a little test around of helping a couple of people and getting their feedback on it and seeing what they would want to pay. And then I did the exact same insert formula. I dumped any money that I had into creating Yo Gabrielle as a Mecca versus it just being this yoga site. And now here we are. So my route was more of, I need this money. Where is the want that aligns with the love that I want to do? Let me test it out with a small group of people. It worked. Let me go 150% and see what happens. And now here we are. (laughs) Yeah. What was the process like for you of having to accept people's money or not count people's money for them? Because I think sometimes actors reach out and they're like, yeah, I want to do this thing, but I don't want to be salesy. And we have a lot of content about this in different aspects, but I'm curious about yours. Was this ever an issue for you? So I think there's two issues there, right? Having to charge people is an issue of worth. Do you feel like you are worthy of having to charge people? That is going to be a question you need to answer if you want to open up your own business because you're not going to make any money. And you're always going to try to sell yourself short when you're starting off because you just want to get customers. So you're like, oh, I'll do it for this and I'll do it for that. So I think that's like the worthiness issue, which I didn't have an issue of saying like, 
I'm going to have to be salesy and charge people. I had an issue of, do I have the qualifications to be able to charge people? And I think when you create your own side hustle, the reason why it's your side hustle is because there's no qualifications for it. Otherwise, you would be doing it for a big box place, right? You would be like, oh, cool. I'm going to go teach acting class at this acting place. But there's no acting place that's teaching holistic approaches to acting. So I'm creating it. And then your brain's like, well, where's your degree in that? And that was what played into it, I think, more. But being salesy online is, yeah, not a thing for me because I see online as a marketing tool. And I think that if you're using online as something to like truly be a diary, that's actually not the truth. You know, it's calibrated to make sure that it showcases you in the best capacity. So why not just like lean into it? Like this is my highlight reel. And if you like the highlight reel, I'd love for you to invest in me. And if not, go ahead and unfollow and invest somewhere else. But don't get it twisted. Like I'm here to make money off of likes, follows and shares. That's what I'm here for. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and also like, but, you know the fact that like there has to be a give before there's a take. And I think that's a really hard aspect of this is a lot of actors look at, for example, what you and I are doing, how we have some sort of presence in different platforms and or we have our membership and things like that. And we spend so much time and energy giving of making content. And as silly as it sounds, guys, making content is a full-time job. (laughs) It is a full-time job. Just as Gabrielle said, do not get it twisted. We spend a lot of energy and we make sure like, I'm not just going to bust out like a video that's like, here's how I make coffee in the morning. Like, uh, uh-uh. no, 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 no. You're, you're going to get something that is to me quality. And it's something that I would want to watch. And so because there's a give of like, what can I give? What can I do? Give, give, give. It takes a long time of giving before a take is actually useful before you can ask of some people. People are going to disagree with that. But I mean, it took me years, years before I was like, I'm going to sell something to actors. Like that's crazy, but it's possible. And it's like, it's a, but it's such a long game of having a consistent business that you build through a social media community is a long game if that's what you're interested in. I want to ask you, Sam, because you know when you started your business, social media wasn't this marketing tool. It was just social media. So to your point, it was a longer game. Whereas like the second I decided to start charging money was in January. And now I'm here making money in two different capacities. It wasn't a long game for me. So I know people have heard a lot of the story of like how OBA came to existence, but I'd like to know now with the way that social media is like, if you're not on it for your business, you're making a mistake. How would you approach it if you were to try a new side hustle? Oh, that's such a good question. And annoyingly, I think of a new idea like every other day. <laughs> Matt, we do. You text me about it and I'm like, Sam, we're going to stay where we're at. Wouldn't it be so cool if I created a dog walking business just for actors? <laughs> Anyway, not for today, but uh, I'm not going to lie. The atmosphere that exists online in these portals in some places now is so cutthroat and so speaking down to anyone who wants to share their story. I actually don't know if I was me back then now, right? So like if 2016, Sam, the thoughts I had about myself in this business were in me currently and was trying to be this online thing, I don't know if I would do it. 
because there are so many people out there who are like headhunting people online to talk shit about them or to like hate them. And we established at the top, I'm someone who wants to people please. Like I'm working on it. I'm trying not to do it as much. But when people come at me, I get sad. And like I've called you crying before and I'm like, so-and-so is mad at me. And you're like, that's international politics. You don't have to comment on that. <laughs> and you're like, who is this person? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I care a lot. And so I actually don't know if I would be doing this in the capacity that I'm doing it right now. I think that there would have probably been a lot of working for other people before I could stand on my own. So maybe being people's like social media assistants, for example, and learning like that is one way I like to learn is to work for others and see what I can glean and learn and all of the online videos and all of that stuff. I think that that is a great way to go. I was a, so many people's assistants and nannies and meal prep chefs. And I would just like watch how they interacted with their businesses, with their families, all of these different ways. And I learned so much from that. And I've learned so much from working in other people's businesses. And so that I think I'd probably like really marinate more in that world, like maybe work at an acting school or things like that. The thing that I think would have propelled me forward faster is if I would have done some work on myself because what you just said about I have not had an issue with my worth because you did that work already in your life. Like you you did that before I did. I'm just now graduating from the school of Sam. <laughs> and next I got to get my goddamn doctorate. But there is so much to learn about yourself and how you stand in your own power. And I think a lot of the things that held me back early on were trying to make it perfect. And what does this have to be? And what is everyone else thinking about this? I did a lot of things randomly and I did them happily because nobody was following me and nobody was watching. So like, I don't know if you guys know this, but one broke actress at one time had a recipe page. <laughs> I had like a food blog page. Yes, because I was doing, if you, you got to see the face, Gabrielle's face right now. I was doing a job as a meal prep chef. Like I was doing it privately for a couple of families. And so I thought, well, this could like integrate in here for sure. I don't know. Let's see. Because nobody was looking. It was the perfect time. And so I wish I would have done that a little more freely knowing that no one cares. No one's judging. Like, especially with that, I had like 2000 followers and I was like, oh, buffalo cauliflower. <laughs> Just buffalo sauce and fucking cauliflower. Like one doesn't need a recipe. But you know, I did everything I did. And I wish sometimes that I could bring that side of Sam back a little bit more because now I get messages from people and I get, it, it's amazing. But I sometimes am like, who's judging me? Who am I upsetting? Or who, like when I sell something, is this going to upset someone that I'm making money in this way? Like I wish I could release more of that. And I have a lot of it, but I think if I could have done that work earlier and sooner, I could be in a different place right now. So I think that's how I would really go about it differently is actually like stay where I am and stay at my side jobs and start my work on myself and start to game plan how to move in this direction because there's so many moving parts of having your own businesses. And I think sometimes our brains jump to the fun stuff of like, oh, I'll have my social media and I'll have a personality and I'll have an email and all this stuff. It's like, cool, cool, cool. How do you pay your taxes? How do you invoice people? Do you have a logo? What are your hex colors? How do you present yourself to people? Do you have a bio specifically for this business? Like all these little things that add up really quickly are very overwhelming. 
and probably would have sent 2016 Sam into the grave. I think the other point is you have to have a, well, you don't have to, right? Because Sam was able to do it, but it would behoove you, in Sam's words, it would behoove you to have a strong core because those decisions, like what hex colors do you want, is based off of who Sam Valentine is, right? Like when you think of the OBA logo, you think of that pink color. You think of pink, you think of Sam, like it's related to her. Could you imagine if the OBA logo was just black and white? You guys would not feel like Sam was represented in it. And even that Sam before was enough to be able to know like, okay, I want this hex color or whatever. But there's so many decisions in your life of side hustles that you're going to have to be able to make from that core. And so it would just be easier to have that foundation while also learning from somebody else so that you know, like, okay, great. In the future, I'm going to have to know what hex colors I want to pick. And this person picks those hex colors using this process. So I'm going to take that process and also take my core values and find hex colors that work for me. You just repeatedly do that process on every single decision as a side hustle from hex codes to, am I going to change this from an LLC to an S corp? And how do I want to file my taxes? And those are big questions that you can't look into a handbook or call somebody up in the business and ask them how to do it. It has to be a lot of trusting yourself and being okay to make mistakes and being okay to like go back on what you said. And to Sam's point, if you say something wrong on the internet, you're going to have to say, okay, I didn't mean to do that or explain yourself. And that's a hard place to be. Yeah. And that's something, listen, I've done that. Like there's early podcasts of me that like, I'm proud of myself for going after this and like pursuing this world. But there are things I've said on early podcasts that like I have actually publicly apologized for because I'm like, I talked down to this group of people or I spoke badly about X, Y, and Z. And like, it was really more about me and where I was at at that time. But that is the pill you have to swallow of living your life out loud and doing the work in front of people. And it's not for everyone because everyone's not ready to say, I'm sorry, I was very wrong and misinformed. Uh, So that is another layer of this. But I actually really want to know for you, because you had booked a bunch, right, before Yo Gabrielle kicked off, when you started to talk about your business, did you get pushback from people in terms of, are you still an actor? Are you not doing the acting thing anymore? And how did you deal with that? Yeah, I still get questions on that today of like, how are you able to do this in acting? And I think they've subsided a bit since we're in the middle of a strike. So like, oh, she's Mm -hmm. got all this time. He's not doing auditions. The answer to that is my mission statement has always been to be in this career to empower other women who look like me to feel like they are seen and heard. The like vessel that I use to do that is sometimes acting and sometimes it's Yo Gabrielle. So to me, it's all a part of what I do to get that mission out there. And I think the people that are asking that question truly separate themselves as an actor from their mission. Or maybe their mission is to be like a famous actor, but because that's not my thing, acting just falls underneath my umbrella of how I get my mission out there. So it doesn't ever feel like to me that I have to pick between, am I going to still be doing acting? It's like, yeah, I'm still going to be doing acting because that's another way to get that out there. But I think that's a complicated thing because a lot of people who choose to do acting, since it is so hard, make acting everything or else they feel like they're not going to be successful. And I don't have that mentality. I'm driven enough. It doesn't need to be my everything. And I'm talented enough that it doesn't need to be my everything. It can just be one facet as to like what I do and where I'm going is so much bigger than me just acting on TV. I want to fuck some shit up in this world. And so if I just decide to say, 
oh, my biggest dream is to be an actor. I'm actually selling myself short. So I've got to be okay with it being multiple things. Oh, I love that. What's the Cliff's Notes version of that when someone's like, are you also an actor or do you do you still act? Like if you don't want to give them a ton of time of day, roll with me in this example because I know you only give certain people the time of day. But <laughs> let's say it's someone you like, but you don't want to give them the whole spiel. When they say that, what do you say? Well, you're going to have to ask more questions because my answer to that is, yep. See, this is why you do short form content and I do long form content. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's nothing else. The answer is yes. You asked me a yes or no question. Do you still do acting? Yes. Yeah. But I think the difference of for you is that you're not taking that question as a bullet to the body. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not taking that as some sort of attack. Which is surprising because I almost take everything as an attack. Yeah. We talk Gabrielle down a lot. (laughs) Listen, I'm going to think you're coming for me even when you give me a compliment. You should just know that about me. I'm like, so what are you trying to say? It's like, I just was trying to say that you look pretty today. Because mm. I did it the other day. She's <laughs> like, can you believe so-and-so said that to me? And I'm like, oh my God, that's so nice. They wanted to learn from you. And she was like, oh, I didn't really see it that way. And I was like, 100%, that's what they meant. <laughs> they're coming for me and they want everything I own. That's what they're, no, anyways. I think, yes, because it's not a bullet to my body, I am not thinking, how do I defend my title as an actor. I'm thinking the answer is yes. And I think I'm also thinking it's not worth my time to explain this to you because we think in two different ways, because you asked that question. I wouldn't actually look at anybody's profile and be like, wow, they're doing this. Are they not doing that anymore? I'd be like, wow, what a beast doing all of it. So it's not really worth my time to try to explain anything besides like, yeah, I am and leave it there. Yeah, I think we can take pages out of that book. To close our thing out, because Sam is so good at asking me questions, but this is supposed to be a joint podcast episode. Sam, what steps would you tell somebody that was like, okay, I do want to do a side hustle. I don't think I want to do the internet portion of it because I get it. Not everybody wants to do what we do. What steps would you tell them to take to like find where they should focus on their side hustle? The easiest thing for me was to start realizing what people were coming to me for, which is almost exactly what you said, which is like, where is the want? Where is the drive coming from? And for me, it started out as people were like, hey, can you help me with my podcast? I had people from all over asking me to help me with their podcasts. And One Broke Actress had already existed at that point. So actually making the big turn into what is actually probably my biggest side business, the company that employs five actors, which is crazy, of Fast Forward, was something that I realized people are coming to me for this. People are coming to me for the same thing with the acting stuff. I did it with One Broke Actress. I didn't think that I had something to share until I was a big booking actor. That's not true. People like the process. So I thought, well, with podcasting, it's very similar. Like, Not everyone can afford an audio engineer at $250 an hour, but they might want some help with their podcast or they maybe they do want to pay a higher level for a service. And so it started out as just that little, oh yeah, I'll do that. I charge this much for it. And that is the hardest sentence to say if you've never said it, especially when someone's like a friend of a friend. So like, hey, so-and-so said you could like help me with my podcast. I'm like, sure, it's $150 for a 45-minute call. And here's the link if you want to check it out. Like it's hard to do until you start doing it regularly. And then, you know, from there, I'd say, so start to note, what do people come to you for? What do they think of you as? And then question if you want to make it into a money thing, because I will tell you that not everything that is a hobby should be monetized. I still love podcasts, but now I see them in a business way. Just like when I'm watching movies and TV, I'm like, oh, I wonder how they did that stunt and like Crafty is set up to the side somewhere. And I wonder if that actor ate lunch before they did that scene or if they just did it like 
you lose some of the magic of something when you decide to make it a business. So decide if that's something you're willing to lose the magic of. I made the same mistake when I was a fitness trainer. I lost a lot of magic and a lot of love for that work for a while. And I had to step away. And I'm like, this is not the thing that I need to make money from. So I would question that and I would really sit with it. And then I would make a game plan of ways you can start to implement to get away from your current jobs. Because the worst thing I think people can do is to quit everything and just go with zero. Like some people are zero to 60 people and that's fine. But like, I really like groceries. So I have to have jobs. So I would say, start to think about, okay, great. Well, if I'm at this serving job and I hate it and I want to start a business where I walk people's dogs back to that example, great. That is a big service in a lot of big cities. Awesome. What do you need to do that service? Do you need to have a website? Great. Don't quit your job. Start building your website. Okay, great. What do you need? References. Can you start walking dogs for your neighbors on the weekends, maybe for free to get a few beta clients? Okay, great. Now we can like start to see the path of when you're going to quit your job and like how do you guarantee that income is coming in? Do you want clients on a month to month basis? Do you want clients who pay you consistently? Like how do you take money from clients? Is it going to be Venmo? Is it going to be an invoice situation? Is it going to be Stripe? Is it going to be Dubsado? Like those are things that you want to start to slowly figure out and not wait until the pressure is on to be like, I've figured out this out today or else I won't make money. Like don't do that to yourself. Start to watch a shit ton of YouTube. Start to watch a shit ton of Skillshare. Those are all places where you can learn other skills that you might not know that you might need for this process. And I think having that long-term game plan, maybe 2024 is the year you start to work in your side job, but you don't quit your other jobs yet. And yes, I can hear everyone knowing, thinking, but this is going to take away from my acting. And I'm going to tell you, maybe temporarily your focus will be elsewhere. But is it worth it to establish a baseline of a life you enjoy in the process so that you can do this acting thing for longer? Because for me, that was a hard yes. And by the way, it doesn't mean you have to work, but you have to like start an LLC or something. This could mean like you start to work your way out of your side job and into a freelance thing where you work for other people. Cool. That's also a thing. I think that we are so like holding tight on like, but I have to be in class and I have to be achieving and I have to be updating my resume. It's like, if you told your agent, hey, I'm building a side business so I can absolutely pay all of my bills next year by myself and I'm going to be so free to audition, it just might make me a little less available for the coming months. I have a good feeling that your agent would be like, oh, that's so interesting. Tell me more. Or like fucking good for you. Or do you want to take a break while you do this and come back? Like there are so many other ways to approach this conversation other than like acting has to always be number one and everything else has to take up your free time. Like, no, Mm -mm. Mm -mm. it's a really long winded answer. I can't believe I got through that. (laughs) It was great. It was great. It answered the question of how do I start a side hustle and what do I need to think about? The only thing I want to add in there is when you're doing your research to figure out what to do in next steps, is there a company that's doing what you do already? And can you either sign up for that company so that you can see how they're doing it and like learn? Or can you work for that company in some capacity? Or can you work on that company's like site? So like when Sam was saying dog walking, there is an in-between of you going on Rover and just seeing how it works to be on Rover and seeing what systems and stuff you want to use for yours as well. And then the other point I want to add is taking a step back so you can take more steps forward. So on the acting note of, wait, is this going to take away from my acting career? Yeah, it might while you're focusing on it. So you take a step back from the acting career so that you can take more steps towards it faster and sooner later on versus you just taking 
four steps a year, maybe you take three steps in 2024 so that in 2025, you can take seven steps. And that is how it worked for me. And I didn't even mean to do it that way, but my acting career did take a little bit of a hit. But since I wasn't attached to it being the only thing, and I knew I had longevity, right after I decided to do what I did, I booked four recurring guest star roles. So I did take a step back and I didn't book anything. And then I booked four. And I guarantee you the reason why I booked four is because I wasn't so stressed out about money. I was like, what? I don't have, let's, okay, let's tape it. I've got four clients later on today. So I can't actually just sit around here and stare at this sheet for 15,000 hours and figure out the best thing. I got to just put it on tape and rely and trust that I've got it because the thing that's actually bringing me money is happening in two hours. And that's how I was able to take those bigger steps forward. So it's important to allow yourself to step back from your acting career, even if it's just a minor step, so you can step forward later. And this is a great way to do it to create stability for you if you feel like you don't have it. Yeah. And you know what? This episode's coming out right before Thanksgiving, and we're going to be off next week. So you guys don't have content coming. You've got some time to sit with yourselves. We're coming towards the end of the year. Time to reflect, time to sit down. This might be a time. Bust out that journal. Start thinking about these things. And by the way, if you're one of our TM members, we have a workshop in the guest sections with my business coach all about (laughs) building your own side business. So you guys are access to that too. Yeah. I think this is really helpful. And I think people really like this conversation, even through my sniffles. Thanks, Gab. You're the best. Yeah. You're welcome. Love you. Love you. Guys, I will talk to you week after next because next week is Thanksgiving. Okay. Bye. Bye.